Hey ladies, welcome to Mommy Never Takes a Break, a podcast that offers perspectives on how we can turn things around and live a life of purpose. I'm your host, Stephanie Rell. I'm a former nurse and now belly fat weight loss coach and certified personal trainer that helps moms transform their bodies, minds, and lives. Join me as I interview health and wellness experts, inspiring entrepreneurs, and kick-ass moms with inspiring stories to share. I'll offer tips and strategies to help you turn things around and live a life of purpose. So grab your coffee, sit back, and enjoy this episode with me, mamas. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Mommy Never Takes a Break. I am doing something new in the podcast where I am trying to introduce new series, new series topics. And this one is called I'm a Bad Mom. And it's not to talk about moms being bad. It's about the complete opposite. So oftentimes we feel like we're a bad mom because of situations that occur. And I want to encourage moms that are listening to this podcast that you are doing your darn best and to not get down on yourselves. And a lot of times that can mean talking with other moms that have been through it and hearing their stories, knowing that you're not alone in this journey of motherhood. Let me tell you, it is challenging. It is. This time I want to rip out my hair. I want to scream. (laughs) But I know that I'm not a bad mom and I need to give myself grace and I need to know that I'm not alone in this. So this is why I wanted to introduce this series because I'm going to be bringing on a couple of different moms of different ages, of different lifestyles, of different age of their children. Some might have little children. Some might have already adult grown children. And I want to share their stories with you so that can bring some encouragement and you can know that, hey, gone what I'm going through right now and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel You're not alone and you're going to be making through it just fine. So today I have with me, my first mama that I'm interviewing is Marissa. And I'm going to let her just share just a small little bit about her before I ask her some questions. So Marissa. My name is Marissa Rocho. I live in Orlando, Florida. Um, I work at Orange County Public Schools in Arbor Ridge K-8 Cafeteria. I'm the manager there. Um, I have a son who's 25, and I also have a daughter that's in heaven. Um, She was my stepdaughter, but she was my daughter. I raised her, and she passed away about four years ago. Um, And my favorite hobby is running. I love to run. It clears my mind. It does wonders for my my spirit, everything. Awesome. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you... Feel free to open up as much as you want to or as little as you want to. But just know that this is for all the mamas listening who need a little encouragement. So the first question is, and we are joined by Kiara here. The first question is, when did you know you wanted to be a mom? Well, I always wanted to be a mom since I was um, a little kid playing with dolls. I always knew I wanted to be a mom. And I met my husband at 18 years old and he had a daughter. Um, and she was two and a half and I loved her and I cared her a kid for her just like my own. 
and we got married. And a couple of years later, like two years later, we got pregnant with our son, Antonio, who is 25 now. And they were about five years apart. And I raised both of them like they were my own child. Like she was my own child. And I loved being a mom. If I could do it again, I would be a mom all over again. <laughs> awesome. And so did you have any challenges coming into becoming a mom? Oh, yeah. Um, first, when we got married, we had Kayla. And I had to help potty train her. And that was a challenge because I had no idea what the heck I was doing. Um, so I had to learn how to get her fully potty trained and out of diapers. And, and then when my son was born, that was a hot, another little challenge because she was five and she was going to school. And then I had a newborn baby at home. So it was a challenge. And throughout the years, there was challenges always. Now... Was motherhood what you expected it to be or? <laughs> well, I have to really think about that one. It's just, I, I think so. I think, I think it was. And we brought our kids up in church. So I think that helps a lot by having God as your, your rock in your house and your savior in your house and them being brought up in a Christian home and a loving home and a caring home. Um, I think that helped a lot, but there was challenges throughout the years. There was the terrible twos, the terrible fives, the terrible eights. And then when they got into the teenage years, there was no story. So I went all the stages, uh, but I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change anything, reason my kids. What do you think was your biggest struggle though? I have to say, Kayla going to school because she hated school. Um, and just leaving her there having a fit because she didn't want to stay. Um, Antonio was pretty much easy. He was easy to potty train and he was easy to wean off the bottle. I mean, he was, he was always good. The biggest struggle would have been when they were teenagers, um, when they wanted to go and do their own thing and not have mom and dad around anymore. So that would be the, the, the real struggle that we had was when they got older and wanted their, their friends. And, but they wanted their friends. They would have to come to our house. Our house was always. So you think the teenage years was the hardest years? I believe so. But I hear from other moms that it's very hard with them being younger. And if I could go back, I see friends that have younger kids and I have older kids and the kids are sick and the kid, they can't get things done that they want to get done. And I'm like, if I could just go back to those, that stage, I would just, I'm an empty, my house is an empty nest. So I don't have any kids at home anymore and I miss it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Time goes by super, super fast. And those stages that you, they go through, it doesn't last forever. And they, they, but by the time that they're babies till the time that they leave their house, whenever they get married or they leave for college, it's just, every stage is different. And every, um, every part of their life is different. The biggest thing I can say is just be there for them. Don't miss out on anything. Love them, hug them, be there for them, listen to them. Those are my, my encouragement to moms out there that might be struggling with 
behavior issues or this issue that they're having at home or school. There's issues at school because there's kids that, that are getting bullied and they're not, they don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Now, a big theme that comes up for moms a lot is mom guilt. Did you feel mom guilt? And can you describe when you felt that? Oh, yeah. I still have it. Like, if they did something and they didn't do... I'm just going to talk about uh, Kayla for a moment. Um, She would leave dishes in the sink. And she... It would drive me crazy. Like, dishes in the sink was, like, my major thing. I didn't like dishes in the sink. I didn't like dishes in the dishwasher. They had to be all put away at the time I went to bed. And I would get so mad when I go home from work and dishes were in the sink. And looking at it back now, after she passed away, it really hit me more. And when she moved out, when she got married, the dishes weren't there anymore. And those dishes are nothing. And I would be so angry at myself. I'm angry now because I used to get so upset about the stinking dishes. And what is dishes, really? This is this there. They can be done in the morning. Like, those are the things that I think of now that why was I so upset about a dish in the sink? It just, so that, that's my guilty, guilty the, 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 on my heart. I feel guilty about that. I used to complain about a dish. Mm. Now, now I don't even see a dish anymore because she's no longer here with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think, um, you know, we get so overwhelmed about things like this has to be done right. And this, the house needs to be clean and I got to get the meals that we kind of present our overwhelm onto our children. I've seen that in my own self, you know, like when my child needs me and they're like constantly trying to get my attention, but my attention is scattered because I'm trying to focus on something else. And to me, they're bugging me, quote unquote, at the wrong time. But I have to realize that my child's still developing. They don't understand what your time is. And in a lot of times I would get overwhelmed and scream and get upset, but I had to kind of reroute that to know it's time for me to meet their need first before I can meet my need. So, yeah, I mean, it just happens too often. And then what happens, right? If we yell at them or, you know, send them to their room or whatever, we feel bad about it. <laughs> yep. What do you think you worry about the most as a mom? That they were going to get hurt. Yeah, it's tough, too. And now that they're not in your, well, now that your son's not home, you probably are thinking, are you getting home safe? Are you, you know, driving safe? (laughs) All that kind of stuff. I know mom does it to me all the time. (laughs) And it's funny because you don't really realize it, like, when you're younger. And you're like, oh, mom, like, why are you being annoying kind of thing, right? But then when you become a mom yourself, you you start seeing yourself doing those things that your mom does. And you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Because we have that general concern for our children. How do you feel now, now all the knowledge you have compared to back then? Do you still feel like mom gill worried overwhelmed or you feel like you have a better handle on it now i think i have a better handle on it now because i don't i don't lose sleep sleep 
when Antonio doesn't come home anymore or we don't get the phone call when he gets home or we used to have to, when he first moved out, we had to know that he got home safe and well, he moved in with his wife when he got married. But that was like when they went away, they had to text us every um, 24 hours to make sure they were okay. Um, but now I just feel and if I, I did the best I could to raise my kids, they were brought up as Christians and they have good, good lives. Well, one's in heaven and one is here on earth and he has a beautiful house, a beautiful wife. And I know that my husband and I did the best we could raising them. How is your mindset now as far as the worries? But you always still worry about them because you never know when something's going to happen. But you always think about your kids and you always wonder how they are. And if you did a good job, but I know my husband and I did a good job. So my yeah. guess is that it's just I did a good job raising my my son and my daughter and they both had good lives. And do I regret some of the things I did when they were growing up? Yeah. But I go back and have... I would love to have another child and go back to and redo everything again. But that part of life is, is done for my husband and I. We have to wait for the grandbabies. <laughs> yeah. So now that you mentioned that, if you don't mind talking about it, one of the struggles that I know that you went through was your miscarriages. How, yes. How was that journey? That was a rough stage. Antonio was three. So Kayla was about eight and my first miscarriage, I got pregnant and the baby had a heartbeat at six weeks. I seen the heartbeat. And then at 13 weeks, I felt something not right. And I went in and there was no heartbeat. And they didn't want to tell me, but the baby was fully grown. And I seen the baby's hands and feet and I knew something wasn't right and I went into the, a different room and then the doctor came in and explained that the baby's heartbeat stopped and I was going to miscarry and I was devastated. Then yeah. I had to wait. I had to go through the surgery. I had a DNC done, which I didn't, they had to do like four ultrasounds because I didn't believe that the baby had no heartbeat. Uh, I didn't believe it. And I, I miscarried with that baby. I was really down in the dumps. We tried again. And the same thing happened. The baby was nine weeks this time. And I lost that baby. And then two more times I got pregnant again and lost the baby between six and nine weeks. So it was very difficult. The fourth one was the hardest one because I had to make up my mind that we either keep trying to get pregnant and keep losing the baby and then me going through all the emotions, being pregnant, being excited, being worried. Um, yeah, I was in at that point, not just the baby was in risk. I was in risk. I was, I was in my late twenties at that time. And I had two beautiful kids to worry, uh, Tonio and Kayla to worry about. And I was just a hot mess. It was hard. It was really hard. Still Mother's Day, a 20 something years later, I still struggle on Mother's Day wondering what my life would be with another baby or another two babies or whatever my body was able to have. But I know that was not God's plan for me. And I have a beautiful son 
And he's so well-mannered. And I'm not just saying that because he's my son. I'm saying that because <laughs> that's how he is. He has, he's very well-mannered. He's very, well, he was always well-behaved and handsome. And he's a great kid. He's great to be around. And he loves to be with family. And so I know that was God's plan. Well, it was God's plan for me just to have my one son and my, my, my stepdaughter. So. Yeah. And I'm sure going through the motions of it during that time, it was hard to understand like why it was happening. And, you know, you're more in a down state than being on the other side, you know, 20 years later and having more of an understanding that there's a purpose for everything. But when you're going through it, you don't really, not that you don't care, but it's just hard to understand the purpose of these bad things happening in our lives. It's definitely an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. And I myself had one miscarriage, so I can't imagine going through four or even more because um, I know plenty of people have gone through ve- multiples. That's tough all on its own. Well, awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything you'd like to share? Just love on your kids. Give them hugs. Tell them you love them. Be there for them. They want to try something new. Just be there for them. Guide them. Love them. Read them books. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say just accept your mistakes because parenting, motherhood, there's no class or training on it it's a learn on the job thing and by those reasons alone there's no way that you have to get it exactly right no there's no book on it and only we get a parenting manual to raise our kids yeah and everybody's different every family's different Um, and we need to move away from the mom guilt for sure Absolutely. (laughs) But I do feel that there is some sort of societal influence that tries to pressure us into that, you know, to pressure us into we have to be this perfect model mother or perfect model wife. And that's not what we're supposed to. We're not supposed to meet other people's demands. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not supposed to fit into a box. We're supposed to do our best and learn from this experience of motherhood. And and in all, we're going to make mistakes. But as long as we keep loving our children, that's what's going to help us to keep going, to stay motivated, and to do right by them. I think that's a, that's one of the things I even thought about was, am I doing... Am I doing right by my child? Am I raising them up to be good children? Or am I putting my own problems and stressors on them? That's what I always worried about. So, well, thank you for being here and sharing your experience. It was lovely talking with you. And I hope uh, anyone hearing the podcast today is encouraged. And for any of you that are following the podcast, be sure to subscribe even here on YouTube because I'm going to be interviewing some more mamas and we're going to be talking about some more experiences. And I hope this series blesses you because probably going to be a month or two 
until uh, we move into another series. So I'm super excited about that. Take care, everyone. We will see you next week.